Star Wars fans, this is Liz of PureFandom.com, and I am here with my unofficial Star Wars expert brother, Patrick. Hey, how you doing? Happy uh, to be here. Okay, so as you know, um, all of these podcasts are extremely objective, and a lot of these theories we pull out of our ass or we take from Reddit forums, but today I'm really excited because, um, Pat, you have watched Star Wars Rebels, and you have some pretty interesting fan theories about how it will hopefully somehow trickle into the new Rogue One Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there definitely could be some characters that could definitely surface in the new movie. Yes, and I think, um, as just a quick recap, we've discovered from the latest Star Wars Rogue One, or Rogue One, the Star Wars story trailer, that Jin, I think I'm pronouncing that right, the title character, her dad is Lashif. From yeah. Casino Royale. <laughs> I forget his actual name, but he's the guy who bleeds at the poker table from his eye. Um, he plays her dad. So I think we can toss all the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I know people are trying to figure out, like, wait, could how old is she? Could she be Ray's mom? Like, what's happening? Like, I think we can just watch that because it's just too confusing. But what I'd love to talk to you about is Star Wars Rebels, which is a super popular um, Star Wars... It's a cartoon, but I feel like the effects are better than normal cartoons. Yeah, they're definitely better. It's It has this kiddish, kiddish side to it, but I feel like for anybody who's a Star Wars fan, you'll find some part of it, if not all of it, entertaining. It's almost like what the episodes 1, 2, and 3 should have been. Yeah, I mean, whoever, whoever <laughs> was in charge of writing Rebels should have written the prequels or had much more of a part, for sure. But what about George Lucas? If George Lucas at any part of the Star Wars Rebels, it's a small miracle that it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, I agree with you, 100%. And um, I want to jump right into talking about Darth Maul. So Darth Maul, as all Star Wars fans know, was the badass Sith Lord, apprentice of um, Darth Sidious in, the, in Episode 1. Or not Episode 1. Yeah, Episode 1. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. he's only in it for like 10 minutes and he yeah. should have been in it for the entire film. Yeah, and then like a deleted scene after the credits, for sure. Yeah, what the hell? It was like bullshit. Like the fight scenes, when he fights Qui-Gon Jinn, a.k.a. Liam Neeson, off that ship and it's only like 12 seconds long, it's still one of the top Star Wars on-screen fights of all time. I know, and it was such a tease. Ugh, it's annoying. Okay, so as we all know, Ewan McGregor, a.k.a. Obi-Wan Kenobi... Slices him in half mm -hmm. in the epic battle after he kills his master, Qui-Gon Jinn. Redemption. Hashtag total redemption. So um, I'd love for you to walk through how... Oh, quick update. If you want to watch Star Wars Rebels, we have kind of a spoiler coming ahead. But if you don't really care about that and you just want to talk theories for the Rogue One movies, listen. Okay. So tell us what happens in Star Wars Rebels. And then let's discuss how that could potentially link in Rogue, into Rogue One. So I think it's the end of season two of Rebels, I'm pretty sure, because I think right now is season three. And it, it was last spring. And some of the characters from Star Wars Rebels, if you don't know, you got Ezra, who's like the main title character, who's um, an apprentice, so, and he's learning the ways of the Force. And mm -hmm. Kanan is his Jedi Master, who's one of the few Jedi after Order 66 was executed in Revenge of the Sith. That cult classic Star Wars movie. So, <laughs> but so Kanan, Sleeper hit for yeah. sure. <laughs> so they're off um, 
they're trying to uh, find this um, Sith temple because they have Jedi temples, but there's also Sith temples. Which I don't think I knew, or yeah. a lot of people don't know. Yeah, if you don't if you don't watch Rebels or Clone Wars, you didn't even know that those existed. Unless you read like the Star Wars books, then you would know. Right. But just as a show. Okay. And so they're off, like trying to solve the mystery of this because they want to take that weapon before, like, because Vader knows about it and he wants to get his hands on it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to like solve like. There's a couple like. It's almost like you're Indiana Jones, like you have to like, you know, walk the path of God, read the path of God, like that kind of, like the rite of passage kind of thing. Okay. And so Ezra gets separated from the rest of his group, and he ends up getting helped by this guy in this cloak, who, who seemingly knows how to like get in and out of the set temple. You're like, who is this guy? Right. And it turns up being Darth Maul. And, and in the show, he just calls himself Maul, because he went away from the dark side. Like he's not loyal to the rebels, but he's not loyal to the Empire. He just lost his legs so, and he needs something to do. Yeah. Like he's basically <laughs> rogue. Yeah. Oh my, you didn't so, tell me this when we prepped for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's... Maybe that's what rogue really means. Could be. Because seriously, he, he definitely could be in it. For one, everyone wants to see him more, obviously, in he's the Star Wars utterly un- underutilized. Yeah, and the fact that he's, it's proven that he's not dead, you know, and mm-hmm. he's still, and they show him fighting too, um... Because the, the people that are after them, too, they call them Inquisitors. Like, they're not Siths, but they work for um, the Empire, and they know the ways of the Force. But they're not, like, Vader status. So, and Maul just, like, pones them. I mean, he, he still has, like, he's still a badass. Well, um, and I think it's important for people to know, I just realized this as we were discussing, for timeline purposes, Anakin is already Vader at this point in Rebels. Yes. So he is Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, I love how you brought in this Darth Maul theory because what's consistent with all of the Star Wars movies, and for one, Disney has said how, even though how terrible episodes one, two, and three were, they're not discounting them from the universe. All that still happened, which means all the characters are still there, so we need to forget them, but not really. Like, you know how Days of Future Past kind of rewrote... um, X-Men Last Stand. Yeah. That's kind of what we're going with here. We're just going to keep the timelines. Um, so I think it's important to remember that what's great about the good Star Wars movies, so 4, 5, and 6, as well as Episode 7 and soon to be Episode 8, what's important to remember is that there's always the storyline of, you know, the Empire versus the Rebels, and it's kind of the political side, and then there's the Force. And I think that's what makes them so good, is because if you rely too much on the mythical side of it, it just becomes, like, too sci-fi fantasy, and that's why the fandom is so large, because you have, like, you you have this um, political turmoil and drama, and, you know, there's all this government shit going on, and then there's, like, the cheesy Jedi side. Because if you take away... Like, take away Han, Leia, um, you know, the Rebels, like, the Rebel Army. Take that away and just think about the movie with just Luke. Like, what if we were on, what planet is he on with Yoda again? Where he floats on his head and shit? Oh, Dagobah system. Yeah, and when he's in the Dagobah system. What if the entire movie was that? Yeah, it would not do well. No, like, <laughs> you think about all this, those scenes by themselves, and there are some epic ones, and there are other ones where it's like, okay, oh my god, we get it, the Skywalkers are screwed, like, oh, they're terrible with the Force. It's, like, too much. So, with Rogue One, all the trailers they've released so far, it's basically been the same trailer, just 
with different music. Like, they're not revealing too much. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a big spoiler that they revealed Darth Vader because it's about the Death Star, so it would be stupid if he wasn't in it. Right. But I think the big reveal would be that Darth Maul is in it and that to tie in the whole Jedi side of it. And then maybe someone specific teams up with Darth Maul. <laughs> like Obi-Wan Kenobi. That would be so sweet. So we were talking about the timeline, and Ewan McGregor has been super secretive. Not secretive, but just he's playing coy. For sure. And I think it's because he he will be in these movies. Yeah, I definitely think he will. And it's something that I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility because Maul even says in Rebels that he he's not loyalty unfair. He actually wants to see them fall. So he's definitely not for the rebellion. But he'll do something if it if it gains him something because he's still he's out here. for himself for sure. Yeah, for sure. So like you can't trust him, but um, it would be cool to see him and Obi. I don't know if the teaming up would be the best word because no. I think there's some there's some tension there. So. <laughs> well, and <laughs> so, but I mean, it would be cool to have them tie into the story um, for sure. And, and it's like those are two of the most likable characters in the Star Wars universe. So and underutilized. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so it would be cool to see them as part of it and just tie it in with Vader, you know? Definitely. And we were talking about, when we were first discussing this, which inspired this podcast, we were talking about the timeline. And so what do we anticipate? And again, maybe we needed to, like, research this a little more. I don't know. But, um, again, this is an objective podcast, okay? Uh, I think that it's, what, 10 to 15 years before Episode 4? I think so. I don't know if a specific timeline has been released. But it may be a decade before. Yeah, but there's definitely been... I definitely think the Empire's been established for a little while. So what that means is... So if it's a decade or so before Episode 4, because the Death Star is just starting to like be produced and they're stealing these plans, all this shit doesn't really happen right away. And I think they're smart by doing that because then you don't have to worry about like CGI and Carrie Fisher and young Harrison Ford and like Benjamin Button and your entire budget. <laughs> so that way you can get them on screen. And I also think it makes sense to bring in Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi because in episode four, it's like, what was he doing that whole time? And there's no way he would just give up. I mean, yes, he was living in exile, but I think he was working towards like when he, when he died, when, um, Darth Vader killed him, which I'm not even saying spoiler alert, because if you haven't seen it, why the frick are you listening to this podcast? (laughs) Um, He was ready and he almost knew that was supposed to happen. And Mm -hmm. I think it was because he's been doing so much leading up to that. And I think all of that will be explained in these Rogue One movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there definitely could be something there where, yeah, it's like, and even when uh, Yoda was telling him in episode three that he had some training for him to do too. So he was definitely... Obviously, making himself up to where he could be a force ghost. Right. But certainly, if, if, if there's in any way that he could help the rebellion, I definitely think that he wants his part in it because he wants to, you know, take Oh, especially. The definitely. Yeah. He's always been on that path, I think. Yeah. Because he, he went from, like, being um, at the old republic to the democracy, you know, to the to the dictatorship, to the empire. And it's like, so he's seen, he's seen it all. Mm-hmm. And he wants to get it back to its former glory. So... If there's any opportunity for him to, like, make a stand, he he certainly will do it. Exactly. Yeah. And I also think one of the characters, um, one of the new characters 
Um, it's played by Donnie, actor Donnie Yen, and apologies if I'm not saying the character name right. Shirut Imwe, I Sounds think. Sounds good to me. Shirut Imwe, maybe. Um, so he's not, he's in Rogue One, and he's one of the core characters. You can see his um, poster released by Entertainment Weekly on purefandom.com in our Star Wars section. Um, and he's not a Jedi, but he is like a strong believer in the Force and the Jedi lifestyle. He's almost like, they described him as like a warrior monk. So I think having him as a part of this core group will somehow introduce Obi-Wan Kenobi and that whole side of things as well. And I think there needs to be some some mediator like that between just the rebels, like the non-Jedi people, and then Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because mm-hmm. if Obi-Wan Kenobi just like shows up, it's like, okay, what do you have to do with Right. All of this going on, and then it's like, who is he really sent by? Who is he working for? Mm-hmm. Because if he is like the Lord Baelish, if you will, pulling all the strings, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has to be working with someone. So I'm just really interested to see how all that ties together. But I think Star Wars always has some awesome, awesome twists, and I think that um, it would just—it doesn't make sense if it's not Darth Maul mm-hmm. and Obi Wan Kenobi. Like I'm imagining the end of the movie. Like, we think it's over, and then all of a sudden you see, like, this cave in the middle of nowhere, and then you just see, like, these the feet of someone walking up, and then he stands in front of a hooded cloak, and then all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> and the green lightsaber shows up, and you're like, what the fuck, is Ewan McGregor? <laughs> like, I just feel like that would be badass. It would be awesome. I mean, to have those two, one of them in the movie would be sick, but even at the end of the movie, if there's, like, a, a, a scene after the credits or whatever, and it shows one of them, like, hinting towards them being in the next movie, like, that would be awesome. And yeah. I will say, so as you know, that um, a lot of our podcasts, if you guys have listened to Talking TV with Liz and Lindy, um, it is a branch of Wizard World's uh, former conradio.com. Um, we've toured with Wizard World Comic Cons, and the actor that, and martial arts artist, like, extreme martial arts artist that plays Darth Maul, his name escapes me right now. He was at a lot of the Comic Cons, and I didn't really see him in the last year and a half at our Comic Cons. So maybe he's busy <laughs> filming stuff. Because, as we all know, just because the lower half of his body is missing, it doesn't mean that robot stuff can't replace that because Anakin's like 100% animatonic. Yeah, just ask Aiden, you know? <laughs> just ask Aiden. Like, they probably have like some support for him, you know, where they go and like exchange different doctors mm-hmm. for like fake arms yeah. that wouldn't surprise me it seems like darth vader is very resourceful yeah <laughs> yeah he's got he's got his uh his team behind yeah him, you for know, sure his support system okay so um as our unofficial star wars expert aka my brother that i'm forcing to do this podcast <laughs> with um i think we're going to start releasing some star wars news every week and different theories so um, hopefully we can have you on again to talk to about here. more theories, especially as news will be released. It's um, late October. The movie comes out in December. So we have a little over a month until the movie premieres. So lots to talk about, lots to get excited about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Do you want to plug anything? Do you want to, like, plug your social? What do you mean? Like, plug your so- your Twitter handle. Oh, I mean... Do it. Plug it. Tell people to tweet you theories. <laughs> well, the, the the Twitter is really more for tennis. It's not really for Star Wars. I wouldn't be doing it justice. Um, well, I think it 
What you don't realize, though, is as a tennis instructor, mm-hmm. what you're doing, it's like your, it's like your Qui-Gon. Like, these are yeah. all your apprentices, and you're trying to That's teach true. them the way of the Force. But I totally get it. Okay. So people can, how about they can find you on here? They yeah. can find you um, on purefandom.com in our Star Wars section. So if you just go to fandoms, click on Star Wars, you got all the Star Wars goodness that you could ever have. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, talk a little bit about Episode 8. We have a pretty sick um, Kylo Ren Snoke theory. And it's just like a two-minute YouTube video, but you can find that in our Star Wars section as well. Did I ever tell you about that, like with the scar and stuff? Yeah, you did tell me about yeah. that, which is which is pretty legit. I know. So maybe we'll revisit that. It won't be about Rogue One, but I kind of want to hear your theories on that now that the dust is settled and we can like steal other people's theories and talk about it. Okay, sounds good. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for joining. Make sure to check out purefandom.com and pure underscore fandom on Twitter and the Instagrams. And um, if you're a podcast lover, make sure you check out Brad and Court Talk. They are our sci-fi channel experts, and they feature celebs from the shows frequently, almost weekly on their shows. So make sure you check that out for exclusives. And, of course, check out Talking TV with Liz and Lindy, where we talk all things sci-fi, supernatural TV. This season, we are recapping every Monday The Walking Dead. And then we just brought on a new podcast. It's called Super Talk, and it's about all things Supergirl. So for all you DC fans, make sure to check that out. Until next time. Peace. Thanks to be here. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming. Of course. Sorry. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Whatever. You have to. You're my brother. Bye. (laughs)